I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. He is my friend, and he is highly respected in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. He filled in for me this week on a project, and I appreciate that, man. John Peters, thank you, sir, for introducing the program today. Callaway sponsors this first hour, and they have for years here on WBP, and I thank them for that. I hope if you get into a Callaway, so let me rephrase that. Let's take, let's take the word if out of that. I hope when you uh, get into a Callaway's today, I hope you'll let them know that uh, you appreciate their sponsoring this hour. We're here to talk about the plants at your place, your landscape, and your garden. Mike Bass is in his chair, and he's ready to answer. Mike, you sit down. You don't sit down. Uh, so he is there ready to answer the phones and, and get you ready to go on the air. 800 288 WBAP 800 288 9227. And uh, so he will, uh, he will be more than anxious to hear from you. Let's fill up those phone lines, please. Let me, uh, let me take a look at that. We have five lines, but I, I just don't want you waiting that long. It takes a little bit of time this time of year for the diagnostic work. And uh, so as a result, we take two of the lines and use one to call the other. We have three available to you at 800 288 WBAP 800-288-9227. Our first guest each Sunday morning is Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of BRIT, the Botanical Research Institute of Texas, and the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And that's how he always starts his, uh, his our program for us. That's with a report from the Botanic Garden. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. You're going to talk about three exciting plants, and uh, a couple of them are plants that people may not know very well. So let's uh, just get right into it. Appreciate your bringing these, some good plants. Well, the first one is in our trial garden, and that is a plant called Cestrum, and the cultivar is called Orange Peel. And this is a deciduous blooming shrub that grows about six feet tall and wide. It's a living bouquet of apricot-colored blossoms that lasts from spring through first frost. The tubular flowers offer a sweet scent at sunset. Butterflies love the flowers, so this is a great plant for a pollinator garden. This is a low-maintenance shrub that thrives in the heat. It dies down after a hard freeze, but amazingly, it came back from last February's cold temperatures, so we know it can tolerate uh, you know, down to zero degrees, minus two or so. Let's not try uh, that any further. Let's no, just assume no, that no, it's going to tolerate that, it. But, yeah. but I was amazed that it came back from I that. Was too. I, I was, too. I thought it was, I thought it was a tinder perennial, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's very root-hardy. Uh, anyway, it takes full to partial sun, tolerates alkaline soil. You can use this in a border, a container, in a hedge, in a mass planting, or for a privacy screen. But again, butterflies will be all over this all season long. So it's a beautiful addition to the landscape. This is a very strong growing plant, folks. So if you're going to put it in a perennial garden, you would have it in the middle or toward the back because yeah. it is a, a large plant. It probably, the ones that I've seen in gardens uh, would, would be equivalent in size to cannas or something of that sort, So or, or the taller salvias. So you'd have them in that kind of a placement. They're not as coarse textured by any measure as cannas. Nothing would be, but uh, but they're of that size. So put them mid mm-hmm. and back. But they're, they're spectacular. These are things that are seen from space. They're that spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, next plant up. I like this one. Well, I, I, I don't think I've seen this. Well, this the, I, this is an eye-catcher. 
It's vinka, soiree, kawaii. So you have a French word and a Japanese word next to each other. But uh, vinka, soiree, kawaii. A series of our annual vinca or periwinkle that features the tiniest flowers you've ever seen. I mean, they are really tiny. In fact, this series is called a micro-blooming series. Uh, the plant grows 6 to uh, 10 inches tall, 12 to 18 inches wide, in full to part sun. Kawaii is a Japanese word that means cute. And the little flowers are just that. They are, and, and the plant is covered with these cute little flowers, little tiny periwinkle-shaped flowers. Uh, but as I said, the abundance of them creates quite a show in the landscape. You want to use this in a border, a mass planting, containers, or as an accent or edging. The flowers come in red, white, purple, and hot pink. These thrive in full sun and reflected heat. Steve, you said they're 6 to 10 inches tall and 12 to 18 yes. inches wide. Does this yes. plant arch at all, or is it an upright stem grower? Is it is it a hanging basket plant? Is it a, a, a something you'd use in a pedestal and let it cascade down? What How does it grow? Well, it grows upright. Okay. Yeah, it, it's an upright growing. We have it as a, as a border. Uh, in a particular bed near the rose garden, uh, and, and it's upright s- growing. Yes. Okay, that that helps a lot. And when you say tiny flowers, uh, relate them to something we we know, because when I think of tiny vinca flowers, I think yeah. of a, a regular one that needs nitrogen. <laughs> well, you know <laughs> Sorry. what? Well, these, seriously, these flowers are no larger than a dime. Each flower wow. is no larger than a dime. And lots and lots of them. And lots and lots of them. But it has the same shape as a regular periwinkle flower. You know, the number of petals, the appearance and everything, the structure, but no larger than a dime. And the, the, the little plant is just covered with these tiny little flowers. So kawaii is a good name. It means cute. And they are just that. If uh, you are so inclined and if you have available to you some photos, send them to me. I'll put them in eGardens. I'd like to show folks yes. what you have. That'd be yes, great. I'll do that. That's yep. absolutely great. Thank you. Good. And your third plant. Well, this also is in our trial garden. This is called Brazilian Rock Rose. It's a member of the hibiscus family. It's a woody perennial that grows about three feet tall, three feet wide. Flowers look like little hibiscus flowers. They're white with maroon centers. That should appeal to you, I know. Absolutely. These, Yes, these reseed easily, and you'll see lots of little ones coming up around the original plant. This takes full sun, heat, reflected heat very well. It's very nice around a patio or pool. Uh, they love the hot weather. They bloom all summer. So you can't go wrong with Brazilian rock rose. Pavonias in general are really understated, pretty members of the uh, of the of the whole hibiscus cotton family. They're just really pretty plants. And this one sounds just beautiful. And that's great. Lots of little Aggies coming up around them. Yeah, Aggies are very yeah. loyal. You know, it's a family tradition. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. All right. And stick work is still up. Tell us. Yes. Uh, this is an exhibit that we have up through the end of the year. It consists of Woven branches of American elm and rough-leaf dogwood. It's spectacular. Everybody enjoys seeing it and walking through it. We also have these uh, B-Oasis cups up. B-O-A- Texas B-Oasis 3000B cups have been installed in the Fuller Garden. Uh, they catch irrigation water, and uh, for as long as they hold that water, they provide a little drinking station for bees. So these cups are available for sale in our gift shop, also in the Brick gift shop. So people will enjoy seeing these in the Fuller Garden. All right. And uh, how does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. 
And folks, if you are not familiar with Fort Worth, this is just a couple of miles west of downtown Fort Worth uh, in the Museum District, I think is a way it's described. Yeah. If you go south, you're headed toward TCU, but you'd be passing the zoo. If you go north, you're headed toward Casa Manana and, and um, uh, Will Rogers and all of that, and you will just have passed the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, which was your goal. So turn around, get back. So that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's going to show up on every GPS uh, 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 automated system for you. You won't have any trouble at all, and it is such a beautiful place. Be sure to go to the Japanese Garden in the summer. It's the coolest place in town, literally. So that's that's a fun thing. All right, uh, the website for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. That is fwbg.org. That one's easy. And the 24-hour information line for folks who want to call and hear a recorded message. That is 817-463-4160. Once again, this is Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager for all that we've discussed and my friend of many, many, many years. I appreciate you, Steve. I'll look forward to getting the photo of the Vinca. I will put it in yes. the gardens if, if it's okay with you. Yes, that's That'd fine. be great. Yeah. I'll just save your report and I'll quote you and, and we'll make a star of you. All right. Well, thank you. Or something like that. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Talk to you next Sunday. All right. And that is uh, sponsored by the great people at Callaway's Nursery. I'll bet you a lot of that that you just heard is available to you at Callaway's, if not now, uh, previously and, and next spring for sure. Uh, fill your flower beds and containers with the bright, long-lasting colors of Cora XDR Vinca. That is state-of-the-art Vinca as well. Lantanas and purslane and more. Callaway's Nursery makes it fun and easy with their big summer-sized plants that make an instant impact. These are select six-inch generous plants on sale for four ninety-eight each. Regular price is five ninety-nine. Callaway's has everything you need to give your garden a fresh, cool pop of color. These are in a wide variety of colors, and they'll brighten your landscape. These amazing plants can take the challenging Texas summer. They defy the heat with those colorful flowers. While you're in the store, talk to one of their Texas certified nursery professionals for expert gardening advice and tips. Callaway's has made sure that they give you access to Texas certified and Texas master certified nursery professionals all across the Metroplex. They have dozens and dozens of these men and women Carefully trained and schooled and tested, they know their stuff. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best in flowers, edibles, trees, shrubs, and employees. All of their products and plants are backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So try something new. Visit the Breezy Open Air store in your local community or order online. Use their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. Go to Callaways.com to find a location near you. Visit their newest Dallas locations on Greenville Avenue and Lemon Avenue. They're open seven days a week from 9 until 6. That's Callaways Nursery. Life lived beautifully. Callaways.com. I'm Ed Jordan with Callaway's Nursery in Hearst. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, my friend Ed, very, very much. Phone lines are filled. I had my Ed copy in front of it, and I didn't see all that happening. Thank you very much. Let's go to uh, first call up is Faye in Forney. Faye, this is Neil. Good morning. How can I help you? You can help me. I'm looking for a crepe myrtle tree to go on... um, 
at a cemetery lot, and I do have water available, but I was going to wait till October to plant it. Okay. And I want a white one. I wanted a medium size, but when I looked at the McKinney uh, crepe myrtles, I couldn't find any medium white ones. So I wrote down Glendora white and Sarah's favorite white. Would you have another suggestion, or would you choose one of those? Uh, I have uh, Glendora, and I'm very familiar with uh, Sarah's favorite. Uh, Those are both pretty large. My Glendora is 25 feet tall. I love it. In fact, I just gave some cuttings of it to a wholesale grower uh, to propagate. It's kind of hard to find. Um, Sarah's favorite white is spectacular. And uh, if you have access to it, I would, I, and it is in the nursery trade fairly frequently, uh, I, would, uh, I would think it would be really nice. It's 15 to 20 feet. It's a sister of Natchez, but not, not as out of control as Natchez is. There's a long story about uh, Sarah's favorite white, but I'm not going to get into it. It takes a while to tell it, but it is the one uh, Don Egoff, uh, United States National Arboretum introduction that is not named. Uh, for an, uh, uh, an Oklahoma Indian tribe, um, Acoma is is a good uh, uh, intermediate. Uh, it ha- tends to weep more, and that may or may not appeal to you in a cemetery setting. Um, mm. That would be the Probably one thing. Probably it needs to be upright. Yeah. All right, then you might even consider um, just thinking out of the box a little bit you might even consider since you have water uh petite snow which is a oh. which is a low growing uh, uh dwarf so to say dwarf uh, white but it will grow to five or six or seven feet and you could train it as a small yeah. tree yeah. and it would be up and out of the way that way and it's a charming i love the petite series i absolutely love those they're old old varieties they're, uh, let me do some math quickly here. They're 60 years old. They were introduced in the early 1960s by Monrovia Nursery Company, and they are still the very best of the small crepe myrtles. They are just spectacular, and uh, that uh, that one is, is really good. Do not use Snow Baby. It's another uh, small one that somebody introduced. It reverts to lavender back and forth. Oh, no. it's, it's bad. But, well, is uh, but petite, petite snow, snow easy to find? Um Sometimes yes, when you see it yes, when you can't find it no, it's not. The uh, and I'm going to do something that is uh, is a little counterproductive here, but I'll tell you a, a nursery that often handles the petite series. Uh-huh. I, I would ask since you're in Forney, I would ask that you talk to the folks at Callaway's on on Galloway there in Mesquite and yeah. ask if there is any chance they'll be ordering it in. I don't know that I have seen petite snow in Callaway's. They may have it. Uh, one place that does have the Petite Series on your side of town is uh, Covington's in Rowlett. Okay, well, I go to both of those, so Yeah, and, okay. and so I would, I would ask uh, either one of those if they have them. All right, well, that's good advice, and thank you so much. You're welcome. I enjoyed the call very much. Thank well, you, Faye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, let me tell you right now about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. She is talking about having gone to crepemyrtletrails.org. That's the website of our Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney. 
and there is a list there of all the known varieties, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that list is in my book, in Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. And uh, you can see all the varieties and the best of each of them and all of that information. That's one of the multi-page lists. There's another uh, thing that we did as a a poster, uh, the 100 best annual flowers, 120 best perennial flowers. And these are both within those chapters of the book, and they are charts, incredibly involved charts, reduced completely in their entirety in the book for your use. And uh, they would be $10 if you buy them as the posters, but you get them as a part of the book. They're not posters. They're just in the book. The book is uh, now in its fifth printing. It's 344 pages, 840 photographs. Uh, It is a hardback on high-quality paper. It has 11 chapters, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials. That's where those two posters are, those charts. Then, uh, uh, what did I leave out? Lawns and fruit and vegetables. It's all there. The basics of gardening, that's chapter one. And chapter two is a calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. Now, I always guarantee satisfaction with my book sales, or I'll refund every penny. And uh, in those five printings, I've sold so far 67,000 copies, and not one person has asked for a refund. That's how how strongly I feel that you're going to like this book and find it useful. Now, I I decided not to put the book in stores. I self-published it, so I got the chance to make these decisions. Not to put it in stores and not to put it on Amazon, but indeed to sell it directly from my house to your mailbox, and that way I get to sign every copy. I was out in the garage last night getting everything set up so that I can sign tonight, and they'll go in the mail tomorrow and Tuesday. Won't you please consider this, because I think I can save you a lot more than thirty-six ninety-five. If you don't agree, I'll refund your money for any reason you're dissatisfied. Here are the two ways you can order my book. One is to call my office Monday through Friday and order it on the phone. The better way, though, is to order it right now on my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, but the number at the office is 800-752-GROW. That's available weekdays, 800-752-4769, or order now at neilsperry.com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very much. That's our church, First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. 
315 North Church Street. The online streaming service will be at 10.05 today for traditional and 11.10 for contemporary. Please join us, won't you? I want to tell you about Arborological Services, now serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. Forty years. They're in their 41st year now. And several things I need to tell you about Arborological Services. I was talking to Steve Hauser, the owner and founder, and I might add an Arborist of the Year for the state of Texas, as are two of the other folks who are have been with Arborological Services for decades. And... Um, I hope that you will contact them and let them help you with your tree care. They also have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. Look at their website, arborological.com, and you'll see all of their people. They're proud of them, and their biographies are listed right there. I need to warn you that there is another company out there trying to look like and impersonate Arborological Services. Look for the part logical. It's logical that you look for Arborological Services. These are the people who do all the work at our home. I'm not going to let anybody else touch our trees. Arborological Services, the best it gets. Their phone number is 866-552-7267. Make sure you call that number and make sure you go to the website arborological.com. Arborological Services at 866-552-7267. They've won the awards. They've won the hearts of the trees of North Texas. Arborological Services. Neil Sperry and Callaway's Go Back Since Our Nurture's Opened. I'm Rob with Callaway's at Preston Road in Plano, and now back to me. Thank you, Rob, very, very much. Didn't waste a lot of time, did he? Let's uh, get back to the phone lines to Shay in Poolville, Parker County. Shay, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How can I help? I, I have a question. Um, I have three oak leaf hydrangeas that I planted in the spring, and they've been doing great uh, until the last couple, two, three weeks. The leaves have started turning kind of brown and kind of curling up, and uh, two are planted together, and one is on the other side of the house. And we are just not sure what's going on. We're on a heavily treed lot. They do get the morning sun and a little bit of the daytime sun. but And they're watered regularly. It's in sandy loam, so there's no drainage problems. Um, we're just not sure what's going on. The only thing that has changed in the last three weeks from when they were doing really well, I want you to think hard, about what uh, what has changed in their lives and your life in the last three weeks that wasn't happening uh, prior to early to mid-July. Can you come up with something? I can. Uh, a lot of rain. Uh, maybe it's been really hot and humid. That's right. The rain stopped and it turned hot. And that's oh. that's what's happened somewhere in there. These plants either have gotten too dry one time, which can certainly happen in a in a sandier soil, uh, or they uh, you you say that it's a heavily treed lot and that they're in a little bit of sun occasionally. I can't evaluate uh, you know how much sun, how much shade, but uh, that's that's where you're headed is is to some kind of a, an environmental stress. I don't think it's a major problem. You just need to be very mindful not to let them get dry. Uh, in sandy soil 
all of their roots are still in the 99.9% of their roots are in the original soil ball. So you need to water them by hand through this first year and probably next uh, growing season as well. Okay. And, and, so and then, no, my, no. Uh, the only other thing I saw is it could be some sort of mites. Absolutely so not. Not a chance in five hundred billion. Not a chance in five hundred billion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or, or less. <laughs> okay. Well, we we don't water them every day, uh, but I'm we... I'm I'm comfortable in my answer. There's no point. I I promise you. There's no point in discussing more. I've, okay. I've grown a lot of oak leaf hydrangeas and a lot of other nursery stock, and that's why I pointed you back three weeks. What changed? And it's a dramatic change from the hot, dry, from the the cloudy, rainy weather that we had to the to the much warmer, drier weather that we're having. Okay. And, and oak leaf hydrangeas exhibit that change faster and more dramatically than any shrub we grow. But they'll be fine. Just just be sure to water them by hand and water them deeply. Um, I have uh, some oak leaf hydrangeas and some other large leaf plants in pots, waiting to be planted. And I'm watering them every day because they have that huge amount of leaf area. And and so ones yes. that are recently planted are essentially in the same situation. Okay. They're like yeah. one of my favorite plants of oh, all they're pretty. time. That's what um, you need to do. i got to run. I've got a newscast waiting on me, but, but that's what you do. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Neil. I appreciate Attagirl. it. You can do it. Take care. Thanks. All right. Let's see. Um, let me tell you right now about silverback painting and staining. Tell you about my, my grandson in this case and uh, why I am willing to uh, help a little bit here. This is a hardworking young man. He is paying for his second year at Texas A&M and paying for a lot of his costs by painting. He's been doing that since he was probably about 10. He's been helping his dad, who is a painter, and Alex now has his own company called Silverback Painting and Staining, Alex Evans. Uh, He is majoring in construction science, second year in College Station, he is a very good student, and he's also a very hardworking young man who is a great uh, and, and loving, caring person. We, we think the world of Alex. He, will, uh, he's, he does a lot of work outdoors. For example, wrought iron fences. He can take an old rusty wrought iron fence and turn it into a thing of beauty. He does exterior and interior painting, fences, garage doors, shutters, patio covers, corvals, whatever. He is not afraid of hard work. He's uh, in College Station at the moment painting his room. <laughs> he went down there to get ready for the fall. He has about three more weeks in uh, North Texas. Now, he needs to do most of his work in the Collin County area because that's where he lives. All of his profits, all of them, go toward his college funds at A&M. Here's his number, 469 Four five two nine eight nine two. If you're an Aggie and want to hire an Aggie, you got one here, a good one. Four six. They're all good, but he's at the top of that list. Four six nine four five two ninety eight ninety two. Alex Evans. Four six nine four five two ninety eight ninety two. Silverback painting and staining. Whenever you're out and about, take us along. Just download the WBAP app. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. My uh, 
Electronic newsletter is Neil Sperry's eGardens. Always five stories. One of them is a featured plant of the week, which I hope is that vinca that Steve was talking about earlier. Uh, another is uh, always going to be uh, my featured question of the week, something that's come up repeatedly. Hey, Neil, what's going on with such and such? And so I always put that in eGardens as the question of the week. And then always gardening this weekend, where I point out the things you need to be doing in your landscape and garden. Diane Sitton has written her monthly story. And this week, it is a, this month, it's a great story on uh, color in fall planters. I've seen it. It's beautiful. You'll love it. Uh, eGardens is, comes from my computer directly to your email. A box on Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. It is free and always will be, and I will never spam you, and I will never give or sell your email address to anybody. If you want to see what eGardens looks like, go to the place where you sign up for it. You have to subscribe. You can't call and, and have us do it for you. You have to do it yourself, and that is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Once you get there, click on the eGardens tab. You can see the most recent issue, and you also sign up right there. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. <laughs> years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com. A special election will fill a vacant seat in the Texas legislature. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. A fatal motorcycle accident in Grand Prairie has closed northbound President George Bush Turnpike at Arkansas Lane. Those lanes will be closed undoubtedly for several hours. Disabled vehicle blocking the number one lane of westbound 635 right around Central Expressway. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. It's going to be sunny and warm today. The high officially 97 degrees. It's going to feel more like 103 to 105, somewhere in that area. Monday, mostly sunny, breezy, and hot. Monday's high again around 97, but again, it's going to feel more like 105. Right now, it's mostly cloudy, 80 degrees. Governor Abbott has announced a special election date for the Texas House seat recently vacated by Jake Elzey in District 10. Elzey defeated Susan Wright in a special congressional election earlier this summer. The election, the special election, is set for Tuesday, August 31st. Early voting will begin on August 23rd. The Fort Worth Police Communications Division has 39 job openings at its call center. Captain Robin Krauss says the staffing shortage is causing long wait times for residents. Oh, I feel for them. I absolutely do. The goal is to have no one go to hold. I can tell you that the people that work in this building are doing more. Krauss says members of the Fort Worth Fire Department and light-duty injured officers are filling in, answering the calls while they try and work to fix their openings. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update at 9 o'clock. 24-7 news coverage at WBAP.com. 
Thank you, Dennis. If you need a new roof, I have a name for you. It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. If you think you might need a new roof, that same name applies. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company because they'll be happy to come out and take a look at your roof and let you know if there are any problems. And they're not going to come out there and say, oh, yeah, of course you need a new roof. It doesn't work that way. If there are problems, they'll show them to you. If there are no problems, they will say no problems. And uh, I respect that very, very much. This is a company that's built on integrity. It's a second-generation family business. They intend to be around for a long, long time. They started in 1986, and they have been doing roofs all of the while. Tens and tens of thousands of roofs installed, all kinds of roofs, even flat roofs. When I saw that on their website, I thought, this is a real company. Anybody that says we do flat roofs, they are confident in their work because those are tough. Well, they do composition, clay and concrete tile, metal and slate roofs, slate roofs. How many companies talk about doing slate roofs? They're beautiful, but they're not commonly done. These folks do gorgeous roofs. I've been on their jobs. I've seen what they do. We have one of their jobs on our roof. We have a Wortham Brothers roof, and it's just fabulous. They do their work quickly and carefully and affordably. Let them come look at your roof and see if there is a problem going on. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. 972-562-5788. With so much happening, you never want to miss a moment. These days, you don't have to. On air, online, and always on your smart device. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. As long as you're getting your house all fixed up, how about the foundation? Same kind of an opportunity, option, uh, offer goes with advanced foundation repair. They will inspect the foundation at no charge or obligation. Uh, They have the equipment, the device, and the experience to do that and tell you if there are problems in your foundation. That one is especially difficult because you may have flooring, you may have you know, wood flooring, tile, something of that sort. You may have carpeting, and uh, I think it's kind of hard to tell. It's not something I'm especially skilled in, and yet they can determine the the nature of any foundation problem you might have, any shift that might have occurred, uh, the magnitude of that problem, and they know what it would take to correct that problem. They can give you a cost pricing right there on the spot when they're there with you. And if you accept it right then and there, they can get the work done fairly quickly, and it will be affordable. It will be guaranteed for the lifetime of the house, transferable from owner to owner. They, I've said it for years, they have earned the right to call themselves advanced foundation repair because they have advanced their industry. They've brought it forward. They've brought integrity into their industry. I am really proud to recommend them as I have been since 1995 when I did my first ad for Advanced Foundation Repair. I'd like to hear that first ad. That would be interesting. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. It's a number you'd have a hard time forgetting. It's almost melodic. 214-333- Zero 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 three, two one four three 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 zero 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 three. On the web, it's plural. It's foundationrepairs.com. Advanced Foundation Repair. 
Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Ross from the Cornelius Store in Houston. And now, back to Neil. And you may say, what is that, Cornelius Nursery? I thought this was Callaway's. Well, Callaway's acquired, bought Cornelius Nursery when Sterling Cornelius decided to retire years ago, 10, 15 years ago. Time passes quickly. Sterling Cornelius was a hero. Uh, the first wholesale nursery I ever went in was Cornelius Wholesale, which changed names later to Turkey Creek Farms. And uh, I had a chance to... to get to know Sterling Cornelius very well uh, after I went off to college and came back and worked for the extension service and I had chance at a at a nursery expo the the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association expo of just sitting having a hot dog at the at the convention one day with Sterling just the two of us and and it might as well have been Mickey Mantle sitting there with me I I had a wonderful lunch just a hero in the nursery industry. So they bought uh, Cornelius Nursery, and and um, the the people at Callaway's are of that same caliber. It was a perfect marriage, and that's in Houston, and they are now expanding. And you hear some stores in Katy and Sugarland and around. They're, they're expanding Cornelius. They left the name because it means so much to the Houston customers. Let's go back to our phone lines now. Our next call up is Kenny and Denison. Kenny, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, How can I help? I got an area in my backyard. It's on the north side of a privacy fence, and there's a bunch of trees overhanging. So it gets semi-filtered sun, and I was wondering if Encore azaleas would work in there. Could I get different readings on how these things work? All right. Let me let me go back through what you just told me and see if I heard you correctly. It's okay. on the north side of a privacy fence. Yes, sir. All right. And that privacy fence is wood then or, or some solid structure? Yes, sir. It's wood. All right. North side and the and the sun comes up on the east and goes overhead to the west. And yeah. so the north side is is virtually shaded. Correct. All right. And then it's, uh, you said, fairly heavily treed overhead? Yes, sir. All right. All right. And so do you have anything other than moss and mushrooms growing back there now? <laughs> I don't have you got my point? Right I'm wanting <laughs> got... to put it in a zag bed. Oh, I got I that. I got that. I was giving you kind of a left-handed, sarcastic answer. <laughs> I understand. I, I don't I think understand. I would do that. Um, okay. I think your best bet is going to go to a, a full shade plant and, and then put your color some other way. Uh, let me okay. give you a couple of options. Is this a highly visible fence to, to the public or to you or to somebody? To me, but not to the public. All right. And and is it visible to you only when you drive in from the back, or, or how often yeah. do you see it? Correct. Correct. All right. Uh, what, what I would do, uh, if it were mine, a couple of options. Uh, I would use something that is how, – how wide a planting area do you have? It's about 50 foot. Okay, 50 let me. Foot long, 50 foot long, about 5 foot wide. Thank you. That's what I meant, the 5 foot. I would use a dwarf holly when they become available again after the panic buying calms down. I'd put a dwarf holly in there because they can handle the shade. Okay. Um, and I would use something along the fence that will bloom in the shade, either Carolina jessamine, although they froze this year, they normally don't, or 
um, another plant that blooms, uh, not quite as many times as as uh, uh, as the encore azaleas would, but you could have something going along the top of the fence, um, and that would be crossvine. Crossvine is very pretty, and just let it uh, kind of coast along the top of the fence, and it okay. will bloom heavily in the spring. And then it would uh, have occasional blooms during the season, and you could see it from outside the fence and from your backyard um, gotcha. as well. So that I think that would be better. I just don't think okay. you're going to get any blooms at all, zero blooms on encores with all that shade. Okay. Okay. That answers me. I appreciate it. All right, it. Kenny. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right. Let me see. Time was. Let's go to Paula near uh, Waco, Hewitt. Paula, how can I help you? Good morning. Uh, I have a very small front yard. It's a zero lot line lot with a patio home. The area for planting is 30 by 30. Is that a large enough area to, to for me to plant a purple Catawba crepe myrtle? I think it'd be perfect. Uh, Catawba makes a small tree. And when cities talk about having to plant a tree in a front yard or, heaven forbid, two trees, they're talking about palatial estates, and they're talking about zero lot line houses. And it seems like so many cities forget that, that front yards vary a lot in size, just like you were saying. Um, I have a Catawba in my landscape. It's my favorite crepe myrtle of all crepe myrtles, and especially of the large ones. It's a beautiful thing, and the purple is, is just fabulous. Uh, it will get 20 feet tall and probably 10 or 12 feet wide and uh, maybe 15 feet wide, but it would not overwhelm that area. It would be just beautiful. Oh, that's good. Purple is my favorite color. That's why I want that. Well, let me, let, me explain, let me explain something to everybody else because everybody gets so hung up on white or bright red. And let me explain. White just is kind of a hole in the landscape. It's kind of like you have a 35-millimeter slide, an old Kodak uh, slide, and you have a hole punched in it. And you, you put this beautiful photograph up on the screen, and there's a white right there. Um, and then and then red is in conflict with so many of the other colors in the landscape. It doesn't go well with a lot of red brick or with other crepe myrtle colors. Purple just blends with everything. It's just beautiful. So good choice. You have good taste. Well, um I snipped off a bloom off of one uh, out, of, out of a yard. I asked him if I could get some, and it was purple, and I put it up next to the brick. It looked good. There's a melon-colored one across the street, a white one down the street, and a pink one around the corner. So I wanted something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, and this is bad, and I'm having it removed, There's a, uh, when I moved in here, there was a live oak tree in that area, and that's going, and I'm replacing it with the crepe myrtle. Well, there's my point. You made my point exactly. Cities love live oaks, and they put them in parkways, you know, that little narrow area between the sidewalk and the street, and they put them under power lines, and they put them in zero lot line houses. Our, our son lives on a cul-de-sac in a very nice neighborhood, but they were required to have two trees, and they were both live oaks, and they have a yard that's probably about the size of yours, front yard, backyard size of a football field. But the front yard didn't have room for one live oak, much less two. And and cities just put rubber stamps. Ah, that's great. Stamp, stamp, stamp. And and your crepe myrtle idea is a great idea. It'll be beautiful. Okay, that's what I'm going to do, Ben. You're brilliant. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right, Linda in North Dallas, I'll come back and help you as well. Folks, have another hour, so we can go ahead and fill those phone lines up again. It's 800-288-WBAP. That's 800-288-9227. Let me tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I've done four other books, and each of them was done through a publisher. And I need to tell you that uh, of those four other books, uh, one of them was on the market for one month before that publisher went bankrupt. Another one I worked a year on, and that publisher pulled all books in 2008. I was uh, probably about three months away from having that book ready to publish. And they said, no, nope, economy's too bad. I guess it was 2009. We're not doing any books. And so they uh, they just said, you're done. And I had a, a year of my life given for nothing. Uh, in, in terms of my workload. And then the other two are the cowboy boot books. So there you are. And, um, I just said, I'm, I'm not going to do that again. I'll not work through a publishing house again. I'm going to self publish so I can have the book I wanted. I don't have to go to committee meetings. I can plan it, uh, the, the way I feel it needs to be. Carolyn Sky was my editor for this book. She is brilliant and wonderful and, and hard. Uh, nosed when she needed to be with a sweet loving hand uh, in in her comments and cindy smith an incredibly skilled graphic designer three of us did this book chapter one is basics of gardening in texas chapter two i've never put in a book before it's a 48 page calendar in text four pages per month of what needs to be planted pruned fertilized and sprayed in that month people tell me that book alone pays for the book and it, it keeps them right on track and then chapters 3 through 11 are are very detailed chapters on trees shrubs vines ground covers annuals perennials lawns and fruit and vegetables i worked a year doing this book each uh, chapter about five or six weeks and uh, i think you'll find it to be very very helpful 344 pages 840 photos printed in san antonio by clear visions printers and not overseas. I wanted to keep it in Texas. And it was bound by uh, Universal Book Bindery in downtown San Antonio, the only place of its kind in Texas. The book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. I have them in my garage at home and uh, and then in storage in San Antonio. So here is the uh, detail. I sign them as I sell them. And that's the reason I didn't want to have it in stores. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny you spend. If you'd like to order, it's available two ways. One way is by calling my office. The other way is by ordering it right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. The other way is to call 800-752-GROW during the week. 800-752-4769. But the better way is to order it online at the website right now. NeilSperry.com for Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. 
Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Well, thank you. They are great, Whiskey Stone. Let me tell you right now about another sponsor I have that is uh, equally great, and that's Sunburst Shutters. They uh, called, it's been about 11 years ago. I need to go back and, and track the exact date, but 10 or 11 years ago. And they said, we'd like to consider advertising in your program. Could you come out and, and see what we have, and we'll talk to you about what you have. And I did, and I just fell in love with what they had in the way of their product, Sunburst Shutters. That's what they have. It's Sunburst Shutters. They're made of polywood. P-O-L-Y, Pollywood. It's a proprietary material that only they have. It is a man-made material that does not contain wood. It looks like wood. These are plantation-style shutters. They are heavy-duty shutters, custom-made for every opening in your home, or your business for that matter. Uh, so they measure every window. Windows vary from one to the next, even though the windows coming out of the factory are the same size. The tape and bed work is not. And that's where you get light leakage in around the shutters, not with sunburst shutters. They are the most energy-efficient shutters in America. Let them come out and show you what they can do for you. They'll bring samples of their 2.5, and 4.5-inch louver size. They'll hold them up in the windows for you so that you can see which one looks best for you. They'll help guide you. They're white or off-white. And they are spectacular. We've had them for all of that time. The minute that my wife saw them, she said, I want some of that. And we have some of that. Sunburst shutters. You'll have some of that. And you'll also like the people. They're terrific. Sunburstshutters.com. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. One more time. SunburstShutters.com, 214-343-2601. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Sam Rogers from the Denton Callaways. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sam, very, very much. Let me uh, go back to our phones, and we go to Linda in North Dallas. Linda, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. I have a question about tomatoes. I had a lovely um, tomato plant that produced about eight great tomatoes, and then it got a fungus, I think, with all the rain. I have it in a raised bed with very good organic soil. So I wondered if there's time for me to replant something and then still get fruit. I also talked to a farmer in Connecticut who's a good friend, who said that if you are proactive and spray it with an organic fungicide, it can help prevent that from ever happening in the future. Well, we need to identify uh, what the uh, what the problem might be. It may be early blight, which normally shows up in uh, in late May or very early June. Uh, it could be spider mites, which normally uh, follow early blight and uh, will show up in in early to mid June. Obviously, we're two months behind the the curve on on both of those. Uh, the 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 timing, 
uh, for planting of uh, fall tomatoes to get a good crop in before the first frost. First frost in our area will be, um, last year the first frost was in late October uh, in in our area, so you have... You don't have time for that by any measure. Uh, Timing is usually around the 4th of July for planting the fall crop. Uh, So I I, I wouldn't, unless you can plant them in containers where you could really shuttle it in and out, I think you're far too late for for that. Uh, As far, I'd have to identify what the problem is, Linda, to be able to give you a good control. Um, Whether an organic controller would work or not, I don't know. Call me back when it hits and we'll try to identify. Folks have another hour coming.